Hey everyone, welcome to today's podcast episode of the Vibrant Christian Living Podcast. I am Alicia Michelle, and today's episode is radically different than anything else. There is no introduction, there is no editing, there's nothing special here. I just wanted to record this really quickly because I can just hear and feel the fear that is in the air right now. And I wanted to share with you some ways that you can find calm that you can find peace, that you can not be swept up in a lot of the panic and the fear that is happening around us in our country and in our world. And I wanted to let you know that you have the choice on how you can react. And I want to give you specific tools, specific tools from the Word of God on how to take charge of your emotions, how to lean on the Lord during times of uncertainty and where you might feel like there's a loss of control so that you can find peace, so that you can get back to this place of of being the calm in the middle of the storm. And as believers in Christ, as sisters in Christ, we have the awesome, awesome, beautiful privilege of being light and salt to a world that is dark and in, as the word says, that is in darkness and groping in darkness. And so we have the opportunity when we have tragedies, when we have natural disasters, um, or like for right now, when there is a lot of people being concerned and and a lot of changes happening around because of the coronavirus, we have a decision to make on how we're going to respond and we can have the opportunity to let our light shine to others. And so I wanted to give you some ideas on, first of all, how you can manage your own fear, if you're feeling a little anxious and fearful right now, of how you can be that light of hope and truth and love to our world around us. So three things. First, fear. The Bible is very clear over and over. Jesus tells us not to fear. And I know that you can hear that and you can say, well, that's nice, but I am having fear. Like, how do I deal with that? How do I get past that? And so I want to look at a couple of Bible verses that talk about that and to just be straight with you about a couple of things. Isaiah 41.10 says, don't be afraid for I am with you. Don't be discouraged for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will hold you up with my victorious right hand. So we know that we're not supposed to fear because number one, God is with us. We don't have to be discouraged because he is with us. He's our God in control of all things. And it says in this verse, he will strengthen us. He will help us. He will hold us up with his victorious right hand. He is the one in charge. He is the one who will give us everything we need. And we do not have to fear. And it can, again, it can feel like when things are out of control and, and we don't know what's going to happen next, it can be very tempting to feel like we are, 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 are fearful and, we're, and have this increased anxiety. There's also a couple other verses that I want to share with you on this concept of not being fearful. And honestly, I'm going to be real with you about this. It's choice. It is a choice. And we're going to talk more about that in a sec. But really, it comes down to we can have every Bible verse in the world in front of us. And yet we are still the ones who have to decide in that moment when our thoughts are going crazy or when we're tempted to fear, we have the choice to say, no, I am not going to let fear overtake me. 
So I want you to keep that in the back of your mind as we talk about these other verses. This other verse here on do not fear is John 14, 27. Jesus himself, he says, peace I leave with you. My peace I give you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. God is giving us, God is giving us his gift of peace. He has peace for each of us as a gift. He doesn't give in the way that the, Lord, that the world gives and where it's, I'm going to give to you if you're good enough or if you do this for me, or it's kind of an inconsistent kind of a gift. It's, it's a constant gift. It's something that we can tap into. And it's, again, a choice to, to believe and to stand on that we can say, yes, I have peace because this is who God says he is. God is with me and there is nothing to fear. Another scripture verse that I wanted to mention that is really powerful is Psalm 56.3. When I am afraid, I put my trust in you. Do you hear this choice, the concept of choice again? When I am afraid, I am deciding to put my trust in you. So friends, we have this illusion that we think everything is in our control. And it takes times like this sometimes to realize that there's really a lot that's out of our control and really that the Lord is in control of all things. And when we have fear that comes upon us, it doesn't mean that we need to hide our head in the sand and not be realistic about those fears. We can still prepare and we can still make wise choices in how we spend our time or what we do and how to react to these things. But ultimately, our ongoing thoughts, once we've done those things and prepared and you know done, made, the wise made the wise choices, ultimately, it comes down to saying, I trust you. I am going to choose to not let these thoughts of fear run rampant in my mind. And speaking of fear, there's two other verses that talk about thoughts and how our thoughts contribute to fear. Um, One of my favorite verses of all time is Isaiah 26.3. You will keep in perfect peace all who trust in you, all whose thoughts are fixed on you. If we want God's perfect peace, we have to fix our thoughts on his perfect peace, right? And this doesn't mean that we are constantly just in this place of we're thinking about heaven and, 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 and we're thinking about all these things that are outside of our world. It doesn't mean that we don't think again about the reality of the dangers that are around us, but it also says that we keep in perfect peace as to who is in control of those situations, who is in control of what will happen to us. He is in control of all those things. And so we can keep our thoughts on the truth The truth is that God is not surprised by any of the events happening in our world. God is still in control. He is still the God who uses all good things for the good of those who love him and who put their faith in him. He is still that God. And so we can keep in perfect peace by trusting in him and by fixing our thoughts on him. 2 Corinthians 10.5 says, We demolish arguments and every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God, and we take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ. Friend, let me tell you, if there is one area of our lives as women that we need to work on the most, it is our thought lives. And I have heard from countless women, and I know you know them too, and it's, it's probably you too because it's me sometimes too. Still, I still struggle with this, of our thoughts. What are our thoughts about? What are our thoughts like? What are we continuing to dwell on and to meditate on? If it is outside of what God's word says, if it is something that is pulling us away from the truths of God and him being in control and him being in charge, then we need to remove it. Like this verse said, we need to demolish the arguments and everything that sets itself up against the knowledge of God and take these thoughts captive. Only you and only I can do that in that moment because nobody else knows what's going on in your head but you, right? So you have to 
be aware enough and learn to listen to those thoughts in your head. And you have to learn to say, that's not of God. I'm not letting that in because you have the right to control what goes on in your thoughts. You are the, the, the master of your thoughts. You are the controller of your thoughts. You can decide if a thought is not supposed to be there or not. You don't have to just let every thought come in that you feel. And I want to do a whole bunch of episodes on this, and I will be doing those in the next few months, but I at least want to introduce this concept to you now that your thoughts are not the master of you. You are the master of your thoughts, and you can choose to focus on what you want to focus on. And it takes time to discipline yourself and to learn to hear what's really going on, but it starts, this is a perfect opportunity for it to start right now, right? What kind of thoughts are you having? Are they fear-filled? Are they anxious? Are they worried? Are they what-ifs? Give them to the Lord. Release them to the Lord. You know, in the Connected Bible community, we talk about the three parts of connecting with God in the spiritual growth rhythm. We talk about receiving from God's word. We talk about recognizing him at work in our lives. And we talk about releasing our fears and worries to him. And this is something we do every day as part of our study. And I'm telling you, this part is so powerful and something that I think so many of us miss because it's not only prayer. It's not just, Lord, help me through this time, the end. It is us literally saying, I don't know how this is going to work out. I am afraid about this. I am worried about this and this and this. Lord, I know that I cannot control these things, and so I'm releasing them to you. I literally am letting them go to you. And the symbol we have for that part of the spiritual growth rhythm is two hands holding themselves up to the sky, like in release, two open hands just holding themselves up because that's really what it is. It's about us releasing the fear, the worry, anything, any thoughts like we were just talking about that gets in the way of us being fully committed to Christ and being able to fully live in his perfect peace. The third thing I want to share with you about fear is about love. And there's an amazing verse. You probably have heard it, but I want to give you a new perspective on it. 1 John 4, 8, it says, There is no fear in love, but perfect love drives out fear, because fear has to do with punishment. The one who fears is not made perfect in love. And now that sounds harsh, because you think, okay, well, I thought I understood about love, and and I think I know that God loves me, but I still deal with anxiety. And again, it's not that we're going to wake up one day and all these things are going to go away. We're not going to have any more fear or any anxiety whatsoever. But what God is saying here is that ultimately when we fear, it starts with, if we could take that step all the way back, it begins with some sort of disruption in an understanding of, of God's foundation in terms of his love for us. This month in the Connected Bible Community, we are studying I am loved because, well, we're studying identity for the next year in the community, but this first month is I am loved. And the reason why we're starting with I am loved is because I believe to the core of my being that when we understand God's love, everything else begins to fall into place. And so many of us know that we're loved by God. We've been told that. It's certainly not a new message if we grew up in the church or if we're in church. How is it being processed in your day though? And how is the results of that showing up? Are you really, really able to release these things to God because you understand how loved you are by him? 
it's an important question. And again, sometimes, well, there's an amazing verse in Ephesians that talks about we can never get to the bottom of God's love. We can never fully understand it. We can only experience it. And I just love that concept of that. God's love is so vast and so amazing that we can never get to the bottom of it. And we just keep going deeper and deeper and deeper, further up and further in, as the book says. Um, but that is is exactly what's going on here with fear. And and sometimes when we have new things introduced into our lives of, of new concerns or new fears, God allows us to use those things to like, like, like the silver firing, um, off the dross, you know, getting rid of those things that in us that are, that are holding us back. And we don't realize that they're there until we go through something difficult and we can see, oh my gosh, yes, I still have some fear in these areas. And if you do, there is no shame. There's absolutely no shame. When God reveals these things to us as conviction, it's an opportunity for us to go deeper in him. It's an opportunity for us to say, okay, Lord, thank you for showing this to me. I want to be different, and I confess that I have been feeling like this, and I want to repent. I want to be different. Show me a new way to live and to interact. So I challenge you that if you are feeling fear, to go back to think about, do you feel loved by God? Do you know to the core of your being that God loves you? When I learned about this, it was probably seven years ago, maybe 10 years ago, I, when I first understood that, I remember I was really dealing with some big fears and anxieties, and I really kind of came to this point one day where I said, you know what, if God really loves me, and if all things work together for the good of those who are called according to his purpose in Romans 8.28, if that's true, then why am I afraid, Right? And Psalms is full of all kinds of great verses of when I'm afraid I will trust in you and what can mortal man do to me because I am trusting in you and you are the one in charge of my life. And I realized that there were some issues that I wasn't quite sure, you know, if I was really secure in God's love and I had to, had to work through those. And as situations come up in my life, there are new areas where I think, oh, no, that's a little tiny area where maybe I haven't let God's love in to shine in that area in my life. So I challenge you, if that, if fear is something you're struggling with, the loss of control and fear right now, then friend, get alone with God, get alone with him and let him speak to you. Again, look up verses on love. I will link to some of those here. Let let him speak to you about what his love is and, and learn to stand on the truth of what it is. Let your thoughts reflect how much he loves you and how deep his love is for you. Another aspect about God's love is that sometimes we, we, we want these great fruits of the Lord. We want peace. We, we want his kindness. And yet we expect those to come just because we know of him or we maybe go to church. But we, the only way to get to know that kind of, of, of those fruits in the depth that they're meant to be known is by spending time with him. It's kind of like somebody had shared with me recently, like, if you have this person that you know in your life who is really kind and really peaceful and they're, they're just so wonderful to be around, you're never going to really get to the depth of knowing that love, that kindness, that, that peace that they have, unless you hang out with them, right? I mean, you can hear about it. You can hear other people talk about it. You can maybe see them from a distance, but unless you are around them every day, you're never really going to get to experience that. And that's exactly what it's like to be in a relationship with Jesus every single day. It's not just, I am going to do these things and I'm going to do these things. It's letting him into our worlds. It's letting him speak to us in the deepest places 
and letting him change us um, and bring us to the richest life that he has available for us. And that's what the Connected Bible Community is all about, quite honestly. That's why I created it and formed it. And that's our passion is to help women connect with God in a real way every single day in a way that doesn't necessarily make it really complicated to spend time with God, but that breaks it down into those simple steps, that step of receiving by spending time in his word, understanding it, taking one verse that we we go through that's based on our monthly theme and absorbing it, understanding it, applying it to our lives, really seeing the meat of it. Then the second step of recognize, seeing how is God real in my life right now? How do I see him showing up in the last 24 to 36 hours of my life? What are the things And that's not always, you know, and it's usually not a a thundering voice from the heavens. It's usually some just small way that the Lord is saying, I'm with you. That little, those little God winks, those fingerprints of God that are on your life. Um, For example, it's it's really silly, but a friend of mine was in a car accident a few weeks ago and her van now needs to have some work done on it. And well, they have a large family and so they have a large 15 passenger van And when this car is being worked on, the insurance they found out doesn't cover enough for them to get a multi-passenger van, a 15-passenger van. So they are going to get just a regular minivan during this time. Well, she and I carpooled to school. And so she had told me a few days ago, hey, friend, I'm so sorry. Like for the next few weeks while the van is being worked on, I am not able to carpool. Like I just don't have room for the extra kids. And I totally get it. And so it's like, yeah, 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 of course. And then we got an email today about the coronavirus, that our school was going to be closed. And um, so the first thing I did was I texted her and I was like, wow, what a great time for God to have your van worked on because now we don't have to worry about the carpool for the next two weeks. And it was just so funny. But it's like, of course, there's other reasons why it happened. But it's funny how the Lord just does little simple things because it was, you know, it was going to be a challenge for both of us to have to drive both ways. Our kids go to a school that's 45 minutes away from our home. And so it's a challenge to, to make it happen, um, to have to drive both ways. And that's why we carpool. But that's an example of, to me, being able to recognize God at work, just saying, I love you. I'm with you. Just, I am here. So fun things like that. We, we, we recognize those every day in the Connected Bible community. And then the last thing is, re- is release. Like I said, we are releasing every day those things that are holding us down, those fears we have. We're letting go of them and giving them to him. And it's this beautiful process. And we want you to join us for this. And in fact, like I said, we spoke today. We had our very first live teaching, and we spoke today about fear. We talked about how understanding God's love in the deepest levels really allows us to get past that fear and anxiety and that it's a process. It's not something that happens overnight, but that little by little, he slowly gives us the confidence to see, I can trust you, that he is trustworthy, that he is good. And he shows us those ways that why it is hard to trust him, you know, and we can find healing through that and we can move forward through that. But it starts with just being willing to be in a community where that is happening, where you are in his word every day and you're connecting with him and you're growing in him and you're surrounded by other women who want to do that. And you're surrounded by people who are willing to ask the tough questions like, are you struggling with fear right now because of what's going on? And how could that relate to understanding and growing in a different way in God's love? And so friend, if this resonates with you, the idea of, of, you know, something like this going on right now, and you're like, I need more. It's made it clear to me, I really need to be releasing some of these things in my life because 
I, I'm struggling. And I really thought, you know, I, in my life it's going along fine, but then all these things are shaking it up and I need the Lord. And again, to tell you that the Lord is there with you and you are going to be able to grow the most in him when you are surrounded by other women who can cheer you on towards that. And you have the tools that you need to be in his word every day. So I want to invite you. I want to invite you to join us for the Connected Bible Community. We are loving all that we are learning together, and we would love to welcome you into all that we're doing. And again, you can go and be a part of the general community that's called the Silver Level, um, or you can take the next step and join us for the VIP Gold Coaching Level. And that is the same as the Silver Level, except when the VIP Gold, we have two group coaching sessions a month. And we dig deeper into these topics and we begin asking the tough questions as to why, why is it hard to to understand that, you know, God loves me? What is the big thing? What is the issue there happening that I'm still struggling with fear around this? Why am I fearful? Why am I so anxious? Why, why can't I let these things go? Those are the kinds of things that we work through and we help you find a new path towards every month. And so... We would love to have you as part of the community. And to join the community, you can go to vibrantchristianliving.com forward slash connected. So again, vibrantchristianliving.com forward slash connected to join us for the Connected Bible community. Friend, my goal in today's bonus podcast, again, was to encourage you and to help you find a path away from fear. I want to talk to you more about this and encourage you more about this in the future. But today, my heart's desire is to help you get the tools that you need to walk in peace, to walk in victory, the gifts of the Spirit that the Lord has given us. We want to be able to walk into those. Now, this is a very popular topic right now. So if there is someone else that you can think of who really needs to hear this message about not fearing, trusting the Lord, finding peace in Him, will you pass this episode on to them? Will you tell them about the Vibrant Christian Living Podcast and encourage them to download this and to look up these verses and to find the peace that God wants to give us? This is a gift that as sisters in Christ, we get to enjoy right now. So I'm asking you to encourage someone else by passing on the truths of this episode. And I'd also encourage you to subscribe if you haven't done so already so you don't miss any of these episodes as they come out. And I love to hear from you. So if this episode encouraged you, will you hit me up on Instagram and let me know what you thought? I would love that. It's at Vibrant Christian Living. Or you can leave a comment here in iTunes or whatever your podcast listening station is. And that helps other people know about the podcast and about how to find us. So friend, have a wonderful weekend. Live in the Lord's spirit and victory, and I will see you soon. Bye-bye.